So I am so grateful to be able to just talk about my problems openly to you and my chance. That's not even a problem. I'm understanding the game, this game of life. It's really a game. It's really, it's really a mechanism. It's an, it's an engine. It's a, the way I see life is it's a, uh, it's a mechanism. <laughs> it's, an, it's a machine. That's what I want to call this. This is a machine. So this thing really works in a certain way. There's, an, there's a fuel. There's a fuel to life that obviously fuels everything because the tree is growing, right? So it's, it's drawing from the fuel. Um, the cars are driving, right? They're driving off of fuel, literally fuel. You're, you're breathing, right? You're moving, you're operating in, in this life. Yes. Well, you're operating off of fuel. You're, 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 you have fuel that you're operating off of. So these bodies run off of fuel. That fuel is primarily spiritual. Primarily spiritual. And secondly, physical. So that's why we say what you eat determines your energy level. But what do we really know? We know people fast. We know people have defied the odds on what's capable of what's capable in a physical body. What, how many days we can go without water and food. Many things have been defied. Many of these uh, ideas that we hold about our physical bodies have been defied. What has it been defied by? It has been defied by the mind. The mind is the only thing that has defied every fact in existence. The mind has defied it. It has gone beyond it. They said that we couldn't fly. We're flying over oceans in multi-ton vehicles. We are um, not only driving cars, but cars are driving themselves. Okay? We are speaking to Alexa and telling her to pay for plane tickets and and order food and pay bills. We're doing these things now. We're doing these things now. So, no one thought that those things were physically possible. But what defied the odds? The mind always defies all odds. Because this world has to literally shape itself into the mind of the beholder. The mind of the beholder. <clears throat> if I behold an idea, the, if I hold an idea in my mind, this entire universe has to take its shape. And it's because the, it's, it's a fuel. It's a fuel and then it's a manifest, uh, a, a design. There's a design. So the way that the thing manifests, whatever you're thinking about, is it's going to manifest through natural channels, natural lines. So it's going to manifest through other people. It's going to manifest through 
energy. It's going to manifest through thoughts. It's going to manifest through emotions. It's going to manifest through um, decisions. It's going to manifest through connections. It's going to manifest through money. It's going to manifest through commerce, e-commerce, the internet. It's going to manifest through phones, connections, conversations. It's going to manifest through all these avenues. So I have to constantly be open in every way to the very thing that I'm imagining. That's it. I just have to be open. So the thing that I was doing that was the wrong thing to do was I was not aiming big enough. I decided uh, I decided to tell my friend Ian that what we wanted to we, we, I, well, I talked to him about this and I told him that what I want to do that what I want to do is study and break down what it is we want. So he was throwing out really big numbers, okay? He was throwing out really big numbers. The numbers he was throwing out was they were really big. I mean, they just simply were big numbers. And so I was thinking how could we how could we outdo this? How could we outdo him? You know, how could we outdo everybody? How could we when I say him, it was a guy who was teaching a real estate class. And I was asking, like, how do we, not just how do we outdo him, but for what we wanted, this is how it came about. For what he wanted, I was thinking, what's the, what's the quickest route from point A to B to get there? Like, what's the quickest route? What's the quickest from point A to B route that can be taken? The quickest from point A to B route that can be taken is not what's going on right now. Because if people are doing what they're doing right now and it's working and they're the best at it, if you start doing the same method they're doing, how many other people are doing that same method? If it's not a lot of people, you should milk that opportunity. You should milk the opportunity that's being presented to you now and learn about what it is, but always keep your mind open to greater possibilities. So I started thinking, I started thinking, how could we outdo him? This guy who has all of these people working for him, finding deals for him, and he's constantly purchasing them and giving them a piece of the pie. How could we compete with that? Well, here's, here's what we figured. His, his law of averages is for every 25 deals he finds, there's one, uh, there's one deal in that one in 25. This is his words. He finds a deal. He has 25 offers. He makes 25 offers, gets one. So what I concluded from that is that's his law of averages from the system that he's teaching us so far so if we understand if we understand his situation if we understand how he's doing things okay and realize that that's going to get me 
a law of average of a law average of one in 25. If I'm going to get better law of averages than that, I have to make uh, my system has to be superior. My system has to be superior. So I don't have to be superior in my intelligence to know that I can either use that law of average and just find more deals than him. Find a way to find more deals than him or I could cut down or I can increase the quality of my offers and buildings that I make offers on. If I can increase the quality somehow. Now, there's another option completely altogether, which I'm going to share with you. What if you could use a machine? What if you could use artificial intelligence to find the best deal? What if I could analyze that data? Every, what, what happens when everybody has access to the same data? What happens then? When everybody has access to the same data, the next thing is how well are we interpreting that data? How well are we interpreting that data? What meaning are we gleaning from it? What absolute meaning are we drawing from this? And when you can extract the meaning of it, and that requires you to have wisdom, not intelligent, not just smarts, wisdom, wisdom, is knowing how wisdom is knowing how to extract the meaning and make a decision based on that meaning that's wisdom the extraction process so how much wisdom are you operating with how much wisdom wisdom says the ratio is the ratio one out of 25 that's approximately the ratio of somebody who's been doing it really long and uh, has noticed a trend so this is the average trend if we do the exact same thing they said if we do the exact same thing that they did but if we are going to do something superior we have to have superior intelligence, superior numbers, superior quality. We have to be superior in our operations. More orderly, more harmonious. We have to be more orderly, more harmonious, more put together. We'll have to use some, there has to be some way for us to, man, to not just manage this, but make a leap. So. I have to make a leap. How do we make a leap? Well, what has been making a leap in everything so far? Technology. Technology. Technology has been advancing in civilization in the area of business more than anything else. More than anything else. And the great differentiator and a great determinant factor in business is going to be technology. That's the bottom line, because when you can get a machine that can think 
so many times faster, better than um, our minds, our brain's capacity. We can build a computer to compile that data. We can glean meaning from that data. It's always the meaning that's brought from it. And, And machines don't have wisdom. Machines don't have wisdom. That's the that's the missing link between um, a machine and us. Wisdom. So, wisdom says that a machine cannot be programmed beyond the human mind. That's what wisdom says. A machine cannot be programmed beyond the human mind that programmed it. It can't do it. Now, if you are using your perception and you're taking certain factors into consideration and you're, te- or, and you're saying that this means a certain thing and you work through all the possibilities and you decide that this means a certain thing after you look at these numbers. It may be correct as far as you know. And it's going to get you the results that you've received thus far. But what if there's a way to take the same information and draw a whole different level of intelligence from that information. What if there was a level what if there was a way to extract a different dimension of intelligence from the same data? What if we could perceive more deeply? In order to perceive more deeply, we need to have wisdom. So wisdom is not found in the data. Wisdom is found from what's being extracted and taken away from the data. And what's being taken away is determined by how deeply you penetrate with your perception. If your perception is deep, your interpretation will be that much, to have that much depth. Your application will have that much more power and directiveness. Intelligence shortens things up. Okay? Intelligence shortens things up. Wisdom shortens things up. If you take the intelligence that's been given and you extract the wisdom from it, you can now make a powerful decision. Wisdom is basically, in a scientific quantum physics way, Manifesting the future in your own mind. Reading the mind of God. That's what you're doing. You're reading the mind of God. And if you can read the mind of God, then you can now play his game. Play, play God's game. Because as you can see, let's look at the information. Let's look at what we see. And let's use our perception and perceive deeper. That's the reason we want to penetrate deeper. And we want to use what we penetrate, how we penetrate deeper to apply that to our situation to make it a better situation. Wisdom says that it doesn't matter how how happy I try to make you. You will always rise to your level. Or sink to your depth. No matter how happy I try to make you. That's what wisdom says. So let's say somebody's directing this this information 
to learn how to make them their lives happier. And that's what they're directing it towards. This is a mistake fundamentally. Because it doesn't matter how many things you try to get to make you happy. You will always rise to your height and sink to your depth. It's your depth. It doesn't have anything to do with external. So you have to look at that wisdom and say, all right, how do we use this data to learn to enjoy ourselves here and now? And do and how will we ask that question? We become silent. We don't know anymore. Something else just is. There's just an isness to this place. There's just the presence. There's just There's just perception. There's just observation. It says sell everything and get wisdom. And understanding. And it's because Wisdom is what gives you the results. Wisdom is what gives us the results. 